Hello and welcome to the Spill Sesh with Sage, episode 76. It is your host with you this Monday, Sajal. Nice to meet you if you haven't listened to my podcast before. In this week's episode, I have the Young Seekers, a organization on this podcast, as a guest to speak about what they do and how important it is to know about what's going on in the political landscape. I think this is something that really hit close to home for me because when growing up, I mean, I just... I always kind of scared away from things like that and I wish I didn't because I would have been a lot more knowledgeable now and granted you can learn anything at any age but I think it's so important to know about what's going on in the world and yeah I want to hand over the time to them to talk about their organization and if you want to join you can definitely go to their Instagram page uh, at seekers.sg I'll manage I'll tag everything and yeah let's just get straight into the episode. Hi, Tian. Welcome to the Spill Sesh with Sage. It's finally happening, an episode with the Young Seekers. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, hi, Sage. Thanks so much uh, for having us. Um, truth be told, this is like my first podcast. I don't think I've ever done a podcast before. So yeah, this is super... Really? Yeah, yeah. I've only been like behind the scenes. So, but like not the one who's speaking. So this is super exciting. And either way, it's gonna be, you know, interesting. I just hope I don't say something silly and then regret it <laughs> a month later or something. Don't worry, that's, that's literally the bane of my existence. Like, every weekend I record, I'm like, oh no, I have to, rec- I have to literally listen back to everything I said. And I'm like, what? why Why did I say that? Don't worry, <laughs> I totally understand. But I'm glad, I'm glad to have you on. So, you're from The Young Seekers and you guys reached out a while ago and um, here we are now, finally recording this episode. So, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about what the Young Seekers is. Okay, um, so the Young Seekers, uh, or TYS, is the first of its kind. It's a non-profit regional organization that was formed to create a new generation of ASEAN China savvy youth leaders. So there's a lot of big words here, but basically what this really means is that um, TYS was formed in response to the rise of China. And I think it's safe to say that um, in the next decade or so, we are going to witness major shifts in geopolitical power. And I think, in fact, we've already been witnessing witnessing this uh, these shifts. So um, TYS was formed to adequately prepare youth to tap on the emerging opportunities as well as to um, tackle the challenges as well as a result of China's rise. So you guys formed this on your own? Like, or did, was it a part of like a school organization or was it just a couple of friends who just came together and then decided to um, form this organization? Yeah, so I, it's a very um, organic, ground up, largely youth-run organization. So yeah, it's very independent and um, TYS has actually expanded um, over the few months. Um, I think now we're setting up chapters across the different universities. I know that you're in NUS, SMU, NTU, and um, if I'm not wrong, I think we are also expanding to SUTD and that's just in Singapore. So across the different ASEAN countries, um, TYS is also expanding very, very rapidly. Yep. So how long has the TYS been formed for? QIS was uh, formed in 2020 and I personally joined and came on board this year in May 2021. What what made you want to join? Mm, I think that there were quite a few reasons that uh, drew me here. So I think the first one would be the fact that I'm a public policy student. So um, the rise of China is something that I've studied widely about um, both in school as well as my own personal time. And I just felt that, you know, joining QIS was a natural way to elevate that knowledge. But also another reason was that at the time when I joined, a few of my friends were already in it. So I guess you can see that there's an element of FOMO over there. 
But <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest reason would probably be exposure because I think that um, I myself have been in my own personal bubble for quite some time now and I really wanted an avenue to meet and learn from individuals from the different ASEAN countries. Yeah. Right. So have you, I mean, with COVID and everything, did you manage to um, meet people from other countries as well or has it been like just... Um, at least within Singapore, we've been meeting new people. Um, yeah, we, yeah, COVID is a bummer, but I think that we're really fortunate to, you know, have Zoom and everything. So we've been able to have a few sessions with our friends from the other ASEAN countries to connect. So we've had a few sessions where, you know, we just had like this Zoom room and we, like we had that and then we had like sharings and stuff like that. Um, the Young Seekers is basically an organization for youth, right? So would would you encourage like people who are not interested or who don't really have a passion for like let's say politics to join this organization to also take part in like um nonprofit activities or is it do you would you like say that it is more for students that are more um equipped with the knowledge and the political landscape um yeah definitely i feel that you do not need to have you know be politically uh, po- politics trained in order to um benefit from TYS. In fact, I think that there's a fair bit of uh, people who came on board without having any prior political science knowledge. And I think, in fact, uh, for a lay non-political science trained audience, I think that TYS is a great opportunity to learn about these hot button issues, you know, in an engaging, bite-sized and safe way. And I think that um, to answer your question, um, TYS is really for anyone who wants to further their knowledge on ASEAN China region, as long as they are of Southeast Asian nationality. Anyone who wants to wants to have an avenue to meet like-minded peers from our ASEAN neighbors, uh, you know, people who perhaps are just starting out in, in university trying to figure out what their career interests are. I think it, TYS offers a safe environment for people to, you know, broaden their horizons when speaking to other like-minded people and stuff like that. I think that's so great, especially for like, for example, like when you just join university or um, you you just want something to learn. I think this is such a great avenue to do that because like for me as well, especially growing up, I was always very um, I was very like lackluster in, the, in this kind of like knowledge of the political landscape, and I always felt that that was something that was a very big flaw. But I think a lot a very big problem with that, and I think people like me who are also were growing up with the same problem, is that it is almost too scary to ask. To sub for someone to like, um, kind of like give you that knowledge, you know, because it's almost like embarrassing, quote unquote, if you don't know all of this. And I think knowledge only gives you more power. So I think that's if an avenue for something like this to give you a safe space to learn, you know, something like this. I think that's very very good for the person. So was it something like that, like for other students who joined the TYS? But like, were there other people who weren't, um. Uh, familiar with like the political landscape and the rise of China? Yeah, definitely. And I think I really, really do agree with what you said uh, just now about how, you know, people who are in university, I think that there's a, there's a perception that once you're in university, you know, you're a grown-up, you should know what's going on. You should know how to like maneuver yourself around the, the real world. But then I think that it's not true because a lot of us are still like fumbling and learning as as things come along and yeah sometimes i do feel a bit embarrassed um you know to like have to speak up or ask about something that i'm not familiar with but i think that 
you know, there there is merit in, you know, picking up new knowledge and stuff like that. And I think that TYS is really that environment that is really just super safe and non-discriminatory. It's a high access and low barrier um, platform. So like, for instance, in as a media associate in the uh, marketing and communications team, um, there are actually a few of us who aren't political science trained. So, um, and I found that I was able to, you know, benefit from their perspectives. Uh, so everyone came from like different disciplines from NUS, SMU and NTU. And I think that, um, you know, by working and speaking with everyone uh, who came from diverse backgrounds, it was a great opportunity for myself to, do, you know, like work alongside them to see how they approach content creation and storytelling differently. So what kind of what are some of like the activities or events that TYS organizes or maybe someone who jo- wants to join TYS can um look forward to? Okay, yeah, there there are quite a few uh flagship programs. Um, I think that they were all uh curated uh to really bring across this cross cultural collaborative learning to deepen participants' understanding of us in China. So I can just like list um you know off the top of my head. There's this seekers new and mingles you know um. Uh, seekers, basically members, can meet, you know, like-minded peers over an authentic Southeast Asian meal. So obviously that can't happen at the moment because of like COVID restrictions. But I think as, you know, we transition towards, you know, the new normal <laughs> term that, you know, has been repeated over and over. I think that this is something that um, seekers can look forward to. Another one would be that TYS regularly invites distinguished ASEAN China experts as well as leaders from different disciplines uh, like business, politics, government, uh, academia, you know, you name it, to kind of share their insights with seekers. So a lot of times, you know, I found that this was these sessions were really intimate and they were very beneficial because, you know, um, information normally in a classroom is quite one way. You either read a piece of news or you watch a speech. Uh, by a famous figure, but then there is no platform to exchange opinions, to question or to challenge, yeah. um, uh, to challenge an opinion. But I think that the webinars organized by TYS was really a great avenue for seekers to engage experts, you know, in in an intimate setting to engage in fruitful, meaningful, meaningful discourse about important issues. So one example was the recent one which I attended and I really really enjoyed. Um, there was this webinar. Um, on the gig economy and TYS invited um, a very, very knowledgeable panel, including Senior Minister of State, Dr. Ko Po Kun. And I just felt that, yeah, uh, it was a really nice, um, it was a really nice and private, intimate setting where, you know, all the experts came together and then they just shared their insights, um, kind of like debated, not really debated, but um, engaged with each other. And then there was also room for the audience to post their questions afterwards. And yeah, overall, it was very beneficial as well as, you know, kind of like something that you don't normally and have access to in perhaps a classroom yeah. or something like that. Yeah, especially when like we're talking about like meeting with, you know, high profile ministers or people um, with quote unquote power in Singapore. Like, you know, when you watch the news, especially with the pandemic and everything, I think like exactly what you said, it's very one way. Um, in fact, I actually, I think it's one way for the people who give the news. I feel like now, um, like our generation has another platform completely separate where I think like the government has to be very, very or has been actually very wary of like, the chatter that goes on about a lot of the topics, which is like, for example, Instagram, you know, with 
different accounts like for example wake up singapore people have used their comment section as a forum now so like i mean what are, what are your thoughts on that like how um you know the youth of today are actually more vocal but do you think that their them being vocal on social media could attribute to like real change yeah i do agree that there is you know like the whole rise of social media and you know for better or worse right i feel like social media is just that neutral platform it really depends on how you use it um you know some people yeah. really embrace it as you know like a a level playing field you know a way for people to organize uh, virtually to get like their opinions out there but i think on the other end of the spectrum as well people use it antagonistically like for instance um mm. i personally on twitter quite a lot and i feel that on twitter it's very easy for things to kind of like blow out of proportion you know all it takes is that one viral tweet worded in you know a very provocative way for it to blow up and stuff like that so really there is that disengagement i feel i think platforms like social uh, like twitter and instagram really have a danger of it just going one way you know you're just airing your opinion out there you know sometimes it's an echo chamber where you're just saying something and then someone else maybe your friend or your neighbor who chances upon it and then like they like it and stuff like that so basically you're just you know surrounded by people who have similar opinions but then that view that those opinions are very divorced from you know um the views and opinions of other people like for instance policy makers uh, state leaders and stuff like that so i think that there is a danger of you know uh not being seen and not being heard and i think that's why it's so important for like platforms like tys to really like bridge that gap and i think that so at first before like stepping in to attend those like uh webinars like for instance the gig economy which is something that i'm personally quite interested and passionate about i was not um optimistic that you know like it was going to go anywhere but then i just i just felt like ple- like after the the whole webinar ended i was just quite you know pleasantly surprised in a way that um there was really like that platform for people to really to really engage with each other uh, you know just post questions um engage constructively yeah i think something that's kind of really missing in um perhaps civil society in singapore would really be that platform that you know that bridges everyone together yeah yeah no i completely agree and i think the one thing that is better when you have like-minded people coming together like like-minded people doesn't mean people with the same opinions i feel like it just means that people with the same goal in my head at least um i think when people of the same goal and they come together for the sake of having a fruitful and um purposeful discussion i think that's where i really think that um real change can be made because i think the problem with social media is that as long as much as i love it as as much as i love like people having a platform to express their opinions it is sometimes it does get um derailed and sometimes it doesn't get as fruitful and people focus on the wrong things or things that are not as important so yeah i i think that i would definitely i mean if i had the opportunity to you know if i was interested in a certain topic and i could go meet people who had the same kind of goal with me but were willing to engage in a conversation that could differ from mine like my opinions but the goal is the same you know to at the end of the day make change and you know make the world a better place i think that would definitely be a lot more fruitful yeah definitely i think that it kind of mm-hmm. um 
uh, kind of goes back to the point, you know, like attack the idea and not the person. Yeah, so like what yes. you mentioned previously about um, the dangers of like social media platforms, I think it's really, really relevant nowadays. You know, when someone says something that you personally don't agree with, it's really easy to just like, um, you know, like attack them um, using an ad hominem attack, like, you know, just bring them down without really engaging with the substance of their argument and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that this is something that, you know, has been plaguing not just um, the state, like the state of current affairs in Singapore, but across the entire world, actually. I feel that social yeah. media nowadays, wherever you are, has been very, very polarized, yeah. Mm-hmm, 100%. That, that is definitely a problem. But um, I guess coming back to like being a youth leader and why... I, I think what is great about this organization and what I've seen you guys do is that you're encouraging youth to take up initiative to really just kind of... I, I keep saying make change because I know obviously make change is not, making a change is not as simple as it sounds, but wanting to make a change or wanting to just be more involved in the political landscape and i think that's always good because the youth is always is, is the next generation right it is the what do they call it like the generation of today or something like that yeah. and right is, is that the is that the quote that they use <laughs> like the generation of today i think so but um anyway yeah i think that's i think it's great that you are involving the youth in that and why do you think it's so important for the youth to start taking initiative in such matters yeah, definitely. I think that regardless of age, you know, having initiative is really a good quality to have. But that being said, it's not an easy quality to have, you know. I feel that taking initiative, personally, la, to me, it means making the first move. Whether it's asking for an opportunity at a job or going up to someone and introducing yourself. I think that this these little acts really take up a lot of courage. It takes know want to step out of their comfort zone and I think that perhaps not everyone will be comfortable or have been put in a situation where they needed to speak up and take you know that make that first move so today might be taking the initiative to you know introduce yourself but 10 years down the road I think that the stakes could be a lot higher it could be taking the initiative to speak up when you think that something's not right or sticking up for yourself and perhaps negotiating for a pay raise when you think it's due or you know even in your own personal life putting yourself out there and meeting someone new it all really takes initiative and it's not a quality that like what you said it's not a quality that you magically have overnight it takes progressive incremental steps forward i think like what you've mentioned change doesn't just happen overnight um you know having initiative doesn't just happen overnight so I think that this is why you know platforms like TYS is really great in the sense that these are like safe environments that don't really discriminate everyone is able to you know just join um, in a casual setting learn from each other uh, you know there's no shame in asking questions or like speaking up and I think that you know the stakes are a lot lower especially now because you know we are still in university as opposed to perhaps like 10 20 years down the road where it's a lot perhaps more intimidating to you know to like broach these kind of conversations or like uh mm-hmm. you know yeah like speaking of networking i think networking is one of the biggest things that will get you far in life and a lot of people think it's like their grades their uh what school you come from or what gpa you have when you graduate that will get you the best job in the world or don't forget the job like just will get you speaking to the right people but i think that's so untrue i think networking is the thing that will get you wherever you you where like let's say you may have like the worst gpa but you have met you may have met the right person at the right time 
compared to someone with a really really good GPA but has no connections what are your like thoughts on that yeah definitely I feel like networking is the underrated thing it's like super terrifying you know like to just like walk up to someone and introduce yourself to them you know and like it, it seems kind of ingenu- genuine in a way but also I totally yeah. agree with you like it's super duper important yeah so I think um ha- like drawing back to the link with TYS um TYS yeah. has also like um the the element of preparing youths um equipping them with you know um cross border competencies in order for them to like you know if if ever they wish to uh perhaps take up a job in ASEAN China you know they they have that cultural intelligence they have that network that they can fall back on the relationships that they formed you know the knowledge of the region as well as the country so i think that those are really intangible um things that will be really helpful perhaps it might not seem like like that in a moment but 10 years down the road it could be really important yep so perhaps Definitely. i could like speak more about how ty has recently like at least for the singaporean chapter tys has recently um launched this mentorship program so it's very similar to the one um in advisory where participants who sign up are able to uh obtain regional insights from through a three months uh, mentorship program through one to one pairing between students as well as like career professionals mhm i think that's great especially for like singaporean students who potentially want to get a job overseas you know i think this would be a very very good opportunity to again network with like-minded individuals and it's really about right, meeting the right people at the right time and at the same time like if you join this you know organization you're not only networking with people you're also learning so much about the world we live in we are you're learning so much about the people that we're supposed to look up to and i think you just have so much more value add to conversations as well you know like compared to like just the average joe that you know may may just read the news but they don't have an opinion to form for it. and i think that's very very important and that's what i've learned also growing up it's like yeah okay you can read the news you can consume the news but what are your thoughts on it and having that conversation that fruitful conversation with someone else in an organization that is a safe space to bring up your opinions has i think is definitely the the right stepping stone for people who want to get into that sector I really really agree with what you've said. I feel like, you know, it's one thing to know about something, but it's another totally to have a, you know, a well-informed, a well-rounded opinion about an issue. So, yeah, I think, you know, yeah. even even in university where you know you're surrounded by peers uh, who are like-minded, I feel that ultimately these are still, you know, bubbles and perhaps even echo chambers to a certain extent because you know you're surrounded by people with perhaps similar educational background, similar beliefs, similar passions as compared to you. So by default already yeah. there is a bit of an echo chamber going on there and you know you're you're just not really exposing yourself to um you know new knowledge and stuff like that so i think that's why it's so important for QIS to really like bring um participants from different asian countries together so that you know they can learn from each other so i think a few months ago um i participated in this um kind of like um virtual meetup between the different um Uh, members of TYS from the different countries and it was a really uh cool experience where like the different leadership 
uh, members, leadership team members got to like meet up with each other and then afterwards like share with each other what they've learned so far in TYS, how they approach um, their different tasks like differently. Like so for instance, I'm in um, the marketing and communications department and I think it was really, really cool to see how, you know, members from the different ASEAN countries, the ASEAN chapters, approach storytelling so differently. So like, um, we were using Instagram in one way and then they were using Instagram in another way and stuff like that. So it's really like things that you wouldn't be able to have access to if you just stuck to, you know, your own bubble and stuff like that. Definitely. And I think in this world, it's so important to kind of break through of like your your cultural norms and to get to know and to really immerse yourself in someone else's culture and like what you said like one person from one culture could use instagram a whole different way from what you use instagram for whether it's for business whether it's for personal use and like let's say if someone were to take a job up somewhere else like you need to know that culture that's something that i was i was always told um especially like now studying and you know preparing to get a job is that oh yeah if you want to move overseas don't expect that everything to be the same you know as what um, you're used to now so I think this is something that is very very important for the youth to like uh, realize and to also be comfortable with pushing their boundaries and like learning new things learning how other people operate as well um, I wanted to ask what was some of the biggest challenges that you faced being a youth leader emotionally and physically well, I, I, um, to answer your question, I think that, you know, everyone has, you know, different um, definitions of leadership, different um, traits that they value differently. So I guess I can't speak for everyone. I guess I can only like speak for myself. I think uh, personally, um, the most challenging or one of the most challenging experiences of leadership um, has been... Um, has been my experience when I was like leading this community in NTUSU. So for those not from NTU, it's basically the University Students Union. Um, it was uh, so I was the chairperson of the editorial committee, which means we were in charge of like putting up magazines, editorial content, and whatnot for the student body. Um, it was tough in the sense that um, it was definitely not a walk in the park. Uh, because, you know, we had to, like, juggle responsibilities that came with the role on top of, you know, studying and stuff like that. Um, but I think, personally, um, what was very difficult and challenging about the role was that um, oftentimes I was in a position where I had to keep multiple stakeholders happy. So I was working with my writers, my ex school committee, as well as other NTUSU committees. Um, and sometimes they all had differing opinions. So... Some, uh, occasionally, I found that I had to, you know, make difficult judgment calls, learning how to negotiate and make compromises and stuff like that. So I really realized that, you know, something that was super duper duper important is to really have communication. Yeah, I think that <laughs> it's understated. It's like, it's, sorry, it's like overstated, but... Yeah, communication yeah. is like really, really important. Um, I learned that it's really important to listen with empathy, really hear where you're, who you're speaking to, where they're coming from and their emotions and stuff like that. Yep. So it was tough, but overall I don't regret it. And I thought that it was, you know, a fulfilling experience. I think, yeah, I, I can't imagine having to deal with, like, that many stakeholders. I mean, I've, I've dealt with, like, similar situations before, so I understand. But also, like, it, I understand that it's really, really hard. And, again, like, it's something that we need to learn. Um, and it can be applied to our future careers, especially for, like, 
you know, if you want to work internationally or be like a regional director or something, I think this is a really, really good stepping stone as well for like people who want to do that. So I think like overall, I think this organization is really great for like, especially for uh, people who are, I think it's good for like two things, like uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like for one, at least the people who have a niche in like, for example, political science um, and you want to like maybe head a international region one day or be a regional director of a certain department, like this is such a great networking opportunity for you. And on the other hand, it's just, it's something so good for just people who are a little bit scared to share their opinions. And I think having this safe, it's just a safe space to have conversations and to just listen and learn. I think sometimes the best way to learn is to just listen. To like listen to about how other people talk, what are other people's opinions, and you can just like try and understand the landscape so much better. So I think that's great. Like there, you guys have started such an an organization for youth to like, on one hand, feel safe to say their opinions, and on the other, really, really skyrocket their career to the next level. Yeah, definitely. And I think that one of like the best things about TYS is the fact that you know you don't really have to um come from a particular you know. Uh, background so like for instance um you know you don't have to be you don't have to like aspire to one day want to you know be a politician or whatever in order to find benefits to in joining tys because um i think even among um, my peers who i know are in the organization a lot of them come from different backgrounds like for instance business um there's also engineers um you know, uh, people who are studying communications, um, social sciences, and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's a really like you know a very very diverse melting pot that really doesn't discriminate. I think that you know, like what I've mentioned previously, you don't need to necessarily have political science knowledge in order to come in. In fact, um, I mean obviously it will be a plus, but TYS is really like you know that platform where you can just come in without any prior knowledge. And perhaps if you want to know more about, you know, the issues that um, are, uh, are plaguing um, ASEAN as well as like the China region, like what's going on between China versus the US, what's going on between China and another country and stuff like that. I think TYS is like a really nice place to just come in, um, you know, pick up stuff Pick up, pick up nuggets of information here and there, whether it's through an Instagram post, whether it's through a webinar or, you know, Telegram and stuff like that. So it's really like that very low barrier kind of way to just learn more and yeah, like knowledge mm-hmm. empowerment. And lastly, I guess, how can someone listening to this podcast join TYS if they're interested? So um, interested individuals can just head over to Seekers Hub. Um, it's a one-stop platform for seekers across the um, ASEAN region to um, form new networks with each other. So they can sign up um, for public and, as well as seekers-only events and programs. And they can also find exclusive deals and um, check out what other seekers in the region are up to. Alright, cool. I think it was such a great conversation. Like I've learned so much as well and like it's reminded me of the importance of networking and I mean, I guess just the importance of just knowing what's going on in the world like, is something I think you should really, really, uh, should really, really place more importance on. And I think this is a great way for someone who's like interested specifically in the ASEAN region um, to know more and to know more people. I think it's a great, great platform for them to join. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing about your organization and yeah, exposing this to many, many more people as well. No worries. Thanks so much um, for having me and yeah, just giving um, us the time and stuff like that. Of course, of course, it was my pleasure. 
If there are any questions that people have, uh, where can they find you? There's Instagram, there's like LinkedIn, Seekers Hub, yeah. Okay, so I'll definitely tag everything anyway on Instagram as well at the Spill Sesh with Sage. Uh, what is your Instagram handle so if people want to find you? Okay. The Instagram handle for the Singapore chapter is just seekers.sg. So it's S E A K E R S dot S G. Well, thank you so much for coming on again and have a great week. Sorry, thank you.